0: On this episode, Ariana Huffington stops by. Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is episode 213 of the Ask Gary V. Show. There are a lot of people excited about this episode. A lot of chatter on the Slack channel for you, my dear. Please tell the Vayner Nation for the four people that are watching this that don't know who you are. Please tell them who you are.
1: Hi, Vayner Nation. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I'm Ariana Huffington. As you can hear from my accent, I was not born in this country. Um, I'm an immigrant, a naturalized immigrant, whatever that may mean. <laughs> Bottom line, less chance to be deported if there is a Trump presidency. <laughs> Although more chance to be deported just because of the stances I have taken against him. I was born in Greece, I have two daughters, I have written 15 books and I have...
0: Excuse me, did you just say 15? Geez, I was proud of my four. That's a <laughs> yeah, real yeah, number. Yeah. I got a lot you plenty of, more. of
1: time to catch
0: up. I'm going to go hustle. See ya. And show. together
1: with Kenny Lair, who's a good yes. friend of Gary's, yes. I launched the Huffington Post in 2005. That so we thing. are now 11 years old. Unbelievable, huh? What a run that was.
0: Amazing. You know what, before we get into the questions, I'm curious for my own self. When you when you guys launched that, did, you know, did, it, did it feel like yes? Like Did you know? Did you not know? Did it get much bigger than you thought? Is it? Is it still not as big as you thought? Like, what was your real point of view?
1: Well, we, we were very excited about taking the conversation that was going on among really interesting people, some yes. known, some not known, and yes. moving it online. Believe it or not, 2005, bloggers were still dismissed as people who couldn't get a job uh, writing in their parents' basement. Yes, and uh, we changed the paradigm, because yes, yes. like on our first day we had uh, Larry David and Ellen DeGeneres and Walter Cronkite and Arthur Schlesinger, you know, people who could have written an op-ed in the New York Times. That's right. But chose to write on Post and discovered how much easier it was to actually write something online, see it immediately posted, not having to deal with editors and editing. and. It just began to change the perception around blogging, and at the same time, uh, that we very proudly were a platform yes. that has grown, of course, exponentially. We wanted to be a journalistic enterprise that ended up winning a Pulitzer. We now have over eight hundred journalists, reporters, editors in fifteen countries, soon sixteen. So you know, whenever you start something, I don't know if you ever really know where it's going to go because. The fun of it is yeah. that you invent it as you 100%. go along. But you have intuitions. Yeah, you have intuitions. You trust that this is, for me it's all about are you tapping into something in the zeitgeist? Yeah, I
0: think that's right.
1: If you tap into something, you have the wind on your back and it's much easier.
0: This, the sleep platform, the sleep revolution, the book that came out, Like, was that typing into the zeitgeist? Was that a passion? Like, Where did this come from? So Well,
1: it definitely is tapping into the zeitgeist but it came from a terrible wake-up call when I collapsed from sleep deprivation and burnout, and hit my head on the way down on my desk, broke my cheekbone, and uh, that was the beginning of my. But literally, coming to in a pool of blood and having to ask myself, "Is this really what success looks like?" Right. And realizing that not just I, but millions of people have bought into this. How much? How much were you sleeping at that point? I was sleeping like um, four to five hours. I was, you know, yes, um, building the Huffington Post. You know, it was two years old, and I had two teenage daughters. And the oh, so this was in two
0: thousand seven. Two
1: thousand seven, yes.
0: Yeah, go
1: ahead. And the precipitating circumstance of my collapse was having been around colleges with my daughter for her to decide what college she wanted to um, to go to, yes. and. What happened is that we're basically together during the day, no Blackberries, that was the ground rule. And then at night she would go to sleep, I would start working. Mm-hmm. And I feel there's been such a, so much misinformation about sleep. You yes. know, Going back to the Industrial Revolution, when we started thinking human beings can be treated like machines yes. to minimize downtime. Yes. I think I'm a machine you are my shame
0: but but and people know i work a lot i'm i and i say this a lot i'm a huge believer in sleep like i always talk about hustling 18 hours a day yeah. and you know and throwing those kind of crazy numbers out but boy i'm like all in on sleep like it's just math in the same way of like i started taking care of my health a couple years ago like you need to sleep right. like i don't think anybody's won the game of like, for example, no, most no people pack. think, I, I think I'm really curious. I think a lot of people, when they heard four to five from you, a lot of them are like, oh, that's what Gary sleeps. I'm rarely five, mainly six, sometimes seven. It's when I travel I can get caught, but I'm sleeping on, like, I'm a much bigger fan of sleep, I think, than people realize.
1: And, you know, now it's you, it's athletes. A lot of athletes are talking about how when they get enough sleep, it makes them better on the court or in the field. Like yes. I have a whole section here on Andre Ngudola and how when yes. he went to eight hours sleep, yes. his stats dramatically improved. LeBron James. Roger Federer, when he plays Wimbledon, he rents two houses. One for his wife and young children and one for himself because he says, nothing can disturb my sleep the night, the night before game day. So, people may wonder how much sleep do they need so here's the thing you may have a genetic mutation if you have a genetic mutation you can get away with four to six hours frankly the rest of us the vast majority of us need seven to nine hours wow Uh, you know you may be seven you may be nine you
0: may well stephan's ten (laughs) (laughs) he looks Fabulous. So <laughs> maybe maybe that's Thank what it takes. So <laughs> all right, India, let's go I apologize. Let's get into some questions and we'll keep jamming. Oh a video. I love it. All, are they're all video? Except one. Except one. Okay, wow. great. Hey and Gary Vee. Ariana, it was so good to meet you last week. Um, we had our sold out premiere of Three Girl last night to 600 people at the Paris Theatre. Got home at 4 o'clock, woke up at 8, now heading to brunch with my parents and then to Bloomberg for an interview. So my question for you is, when it's this kind of crunch time for an entrepreneur and you're in launch phase and you have so much to do and you're on the go and you're on the go, how do you recommend we rest during this really intense couple of weeks? six months um, when we can't get that full eight hours. It wasn't just go, go, go. Thanks, Thanks, guys.
1: Thank you so much. Well, first of all, if something happens and uh, you are um, shipping a product yeah. or about to get something. Done, moments in time. Moments in time. Yes. This is a moment in time and you didn't get your full night's sleep. Try and get 20 minutes of a nap as soon as you can during the next day. It will make you more productive the rest of the time. It resets your whole system.
0: Is that a general thing because for me, I'll tell you, boy, if I took a 20, like it's I'm a momentum guy. I was thinking about the mutation thing. I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'm a mutation. You might be. Because you can check yourself. I'm, I can? Yeah, you can have a test. It's a genetic test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do that and the reason I said that is, boy, I'm so momentum that if I was to take and I know and I've heard about the naps and like pods and offices and I'm right. fascinated by this, I'm like, ooh. That I, it's even tough for me to have a meal in the middle of the day because for me to get start, I'm like I can start, but to take a 20-minute nap, I, it's so diff. I've taken like I rarely take naps. I have a lot of natural energy. I get all that. Um, is it is that back to your thing that there's mutations? But for most people, that will work. Like, can most people yes. take naps? Absolutely.
1: Let I me mean look at Winston Churchill. I mean, we're talking about. Regular naps in the middle of fighting the Second World War. Right. In a bunker, he had a a way to take a nap. Yes. Uh, Charlie Rose, who has his morning show, his regular interview show, he takes three naps a day. For how long? Do you know? Just twenty minutes each. So when have you you have you started doing the nap? I don't. I don't do naps because I get enough sleep. No. No. I now get eight hours, ninety-five percent of the time. Is that right? In the
0: what about with the travel? Like you're going to travel? Dallas tomorrow. Okay,
1: right? so here's the thing. Yeah. I can make sure that you get enough sleep even when you travel. You need a transition to sleep. That's the key, okay? This is the most important thing I'm going to say other than the fact that the science is in on sleep, right? We're not debating some. Right, this is not this, subjective. This is not subjective. This is not some Greek immigrant woman. Right.
0: Crazy idea. idea. You're not from America, get out of here with this crap. Yeah. I was was, born in Belarus. Belarus, okay. I
1: know, but you have no accent, which makes me feel bad. Well, I came when I was three. It makes me feel I'm tone deaf, which (laughs) really am. So go ahead. But anyway, beyond the 50 pages of scientific endnotes, the most important thing I'm going to say is that we need a transition to sleep. If anybody who is watching has children, you know that you don't just drop your baby and your young child to bed. You give it a bath. You put it in its PJs. You sing it a lullaby.
0: Do you think the 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 modern parents are doing way too much of that transition? I I do. Some of these things have become four hours long.
1: Four hours is a little excessive. (laughs) You you sound like Chelsea (laughs) Handler. Modern men and women have dropped the transition. The transition is you are texting, emailing, you put your phone By your bed you turn off the light and then what happens is that you may be exhausted enough to go to sleep but your brain has not been given an opportunity to wind down so it's going to wake you up in the middle of the night with all this inane chatter that is completely and utterly unproductive.
0: Is it possible that I'm a mutant because I can literally even though I'm one second ago complete insanity in my brain that if I turn on my sound machine will go to sleep immediately? Have I trained my body? And you go immediately shape. to sleep and yes. you don't wake up. That's right. Like and a you, you could literally come into my house, punch me in the face, and if I will not wake up. That
1: means you're way too exhausted. Got it. You know what I'm saying?
0: I, it if would make a lot of sense.
1: If literally, yes. it means that you remind me of me before yes. I collapse. I don't
0: want to wake up in a pool of blood.
1: <laughs> let me tell you what would happen to me. Yes. I would literally, my friends would joke that they would go to a movie house right. with me before, they, before the movie started I would be asleep they would put me in a car, I would be asleep. Like I was so sleep deprived that the minute I was in any darkened place or I didn't have to
0: function, I would fall asleep. I don't do that. I've never fall, I've actually never fallen asleep. But a mutant, okay, can we all agree? I'm going to test myself. (laughs) And honestly, by the way, I'm getting a lot more seven and six, seven and eight than anybody would imagine. And on weekends, I'll go 11. I think sleep is the Now we're getting the truth, yeah. okay? You know, so I, you
1: actually give yourself a lot of recovery.
0: What I'm doing is Monday through Friday, no question, the that game can be 6 and you know and and, and 7 and when I play basketball, it could be even a little earlier because we have a 6 a.m. tip-off, so I have to get up at 5:30, but but I almost consistently will try to make up time Friday night to Saturday Saturday night to Sunday Sunday. Like I just don't know, Like, it's just, I'm a big believer, that's all. Yeah. But okay. now, I'm not worried about what people, how much sleep they get. I'm worried about what they do while they're awake.
1: Okay, but the two things are connected. Because if you wake up fully recharged, yep. it means you wake up ready to take on the world. Yes. You know that feeling? Yes. You wake Thank up you and you side. say, come on, bring it on. It doesn't matter how many obstacles, challenges, setbacks. setbacks. I prefer those things. Okay, perfect. Well, yeah. you know. Travis is a friend of yours. I just joined the board of Uber. Travis has a little bit of that. It's like he may be dealing with 30 crises at the same time.
0: He eats it for lunch.
1: But what happens? And here's the key. You just put something on your Facebook yesterday that I love, which is it's ultimately just business. That's it. It's not life and death. That's right. The people who have a hard time are the people who basically... Make it too Perspective. important. That's Perspective right. is everything. That's and that's really what stoic philosophers believe. Do you know who is my greatest hero other than you, Gary? Yes. <laughs> uh, oh, I'll, pick a, I'll pick a dead person. Is Marcus Aurelius. I'll tell you why. He was the emperor of Rome. Yes. A pretty big job, you yes, agree? Like job. right in the arena, dealing with invasions, plagues, everything. And he was also a stoic philosopher. And literally, nothing ever got to him. He wrote a book about it called Meditations that I have by my bed. And every time I'm beginning to get anxious about something or worried, I look at that book. And the fact is that he considered life as though everything that happened was a hidden blessing. I agree with that. It's like, I don't know why, I don't know how. But another favorite of mine, Rumi, you know, the Persian poet, he said, live life as though everything is rigged in your favor.
0: I think optimism is the ultimate drug.
1: And we don't know. We don't really know enough about what's happening in life. So whatever happens, I mean for me some of my biggest heartbreaks led to my biggest moments of joy and happiness and success. India,
0: love that area. Love that. I believe in that stuff so much. This is Dr. Durga. Uh, Doctor.
1: Hi, Ariana, Hi, Gary. I'm coming to you from my dental office in North Bergen, New Jersey, and my question is in regards to sleep. How do you develop rituals uh, for your sleep and bedtime when your life is unpredictable as a business person and a parent, and you have a lot of obligations and a lot of people contacting you at all hours of the day? Thank you. Okay. Well, first of all, you know what they tell you on airplanes? Put your own oxygen mask first. That is key. You know, they don't say that because they're nice. They say that because you won't be much use to anybody else if you're not breathing. So you're not going to be much use to your children, your patients, anybody if you let yourself burn out. So nobody should be able to reach you at all hours unless you have what I have, which is a dumb phone that has no data for my daughters and for our overnight news editor Mm -hmm. if there is a crisis. But my regular phone that a lot of people have that has all my life and my mm-hmm. work on, when I'm asleep, it is asleep and it is outside Same my bedroom.
0: Same thing for me. I have it by my bed but it is completely on silent. It, is, it, it never wakes me up. I never know. I'm out. Like I totally agree with that. I mean, and I think, I think it's binary. Like to answer your question, doctor, either you are doing this or you're not. There's no half pregnant yeah. in these strategies. You know, so for me with health, two years ago I went all in, and so now I found the hour that I didn't think existed. Excuse me, it's two hours because you gotta get ready, shower after. Like, it's just binary. Like, if you want to, if you believe it, if you read this book, if you believe this thesis, if you Google, if you watch her interviews, if you believe in this, if this has been bubbling up. Now, if you have a job where you have to get paged and come in, firefighter, doctor, like that's just real, but it doesn't
1: happen every night. No, it doesn't.
0: Even if you're a doctor. How many times, you know, I wanted to ask you, how many times has the news editor. Never. Ha- it hasn't happened yet. No, no major thing has happened yet. That woke me up
1: and, and my. And that's good. my I haven't heard from my daughters either. It's just a security blanket. Yes. It means you it makes know. You feel better? It makes you feel better. <laughs> but, but the point is that it is absolutely critical to realize that we've been living under a collective delusion. I have to say that. You know, we are now where we were in the 60s regarding smoking. If you, the science was in, but people were still glamorizing smoking, and there were doctors. I saw an ad the other day from the 60s of a doctor in a white coat saying, I smoke mantles because they refresh my throat. So really, that's where we are with sleep deprivation.
0: Yeah, you know, it's funny. Over the last year and a half, probably not often enough, and probably why I had so much passion to do this with you, so I have something to point to, um, I've sprinkled in a lot more of hustle but that means what you're doing when you're awake, not don't sleep. Don't watch four hours of House of Cards yes. if you want to build a business, right? Don't play video games for six hours, but get your sleep in and this, I've been thinking about more evergreen pieces of content that I can point to when people are like, Gary, you don't sleep. I'm like, no, no, watch this episode with Ariana. Like so, that had a lot to do. That, that was exciting for me. That Because people are looking to you. And I, t- yeah, and by the way, the I, s- and, and I sell hard work. Yeah, and I want to make sure that it's clarified. As in, I'm more worried about playing Candy Crush for an hour when you want to build a big business versus taking that away from your sleep.
1: Absolutely, you know, hard work is not the problem. I'm not talking about slowing down. Just look at what I'm getting done. Right. Uh, I'm talking about being your most efficient, best self when you show up for work.
0: How much young is how much is that young man sleeping? Tell him. I sleep. So eight Dan hours is my
1: fabulous hours, chief so of every staff.
0: Every single night, eight hours. Eight hours, eight hours. And, we, and we work hard. You know, we, we get it done. We hustle like crazy. Yeah. But when, when befo- I'm, out, I, I'm out, I'm out. And before you, you, how long have you guys been together? Uh, about a year and a half. And so before that? Before that, I honestly thought that the hustle meant yeah. giving up wellness and sleep. Right. And so I was convinced that because because yeah. I had drunk yeah. that Kool Aid. It and so, it's a collective delusion. That's and I so. Said. What were you spending sleeping? Oh, maybe five hours. Yes. Yeah. Maybe because I wanted to be—I yeah. want to brag about it. I want yeah. to say, "Hey, folks! Yeah, I don't sleep, and therefore yeah. I am working my heart." Yeah, it's funny. Snapchat has been interesting. Like, like to me, I guess last not not last night, but like, man, when I don't six to me is the number I'm really like. If I'm under six, I'm yeah. very concerned, and and usually I'm under six. And you guys know this if you're following me on Snapchat is when I travel, but then I sleep on the flight you know to, to make sure I close that gap.
1: Right and then you know when you check into a hotel especially after a flight, I highly recommend a hot bath, a hot shower, there's something wonderful about water like washing away big the fan, day. Big fan, big fan. fan. And yeah, if you get into you bed. Know, right?
0: right? Remember those 10 seconds you were an assistant? Oh yeah. yeah when I, 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 I was like shower in before I go, I, I I'm a big like, fan. I was like you need to get him a shower. And yeah. I buy hotel rooms from the night before, right. because there's no early check-in. Yes. Just Absolutely, Absolutely
1: early. essential. There's no better investment than investment in yourself. Don't buy a bag, buy a hotel room. The, how are you going to show up the next morning? That's yep. the key. India.
0: One more. One more. I think we have our first anonymous question ever. Someone didn't want to be have their name on it. This is the, the first. This is the first. I think it's first. It's a very big moment. Anonymous wants to know. How do you deal with
1: bullying in the workplace or in life?
0: Uh,
1: Bullying in the workplace, I mean, if you're an adult, this should be absolutely not allowed. I mean, leave, Uh, go to HR, you know, just create a stink, you know, that's, you're not five, right, if you have a job. You are responsible for what's happening in your environment and for what you allow. And one of my sayings is you allow, promote, or create everything that happens to you. So if you put up with bullying, that's just completely unacceptable. And thank you for asking the question. I hope you just take action immediately.
0: I, you know, I'm in I'm the same energy and I'll say this. The fear of whatever you're going to miss out on on not being at that job, whether it's the pay scale, you love doing the work, whatever that fear is of what you're leaving, because leave is the answer, I mean, you can go, go to, HR. to HR, I mean, Try I mean that. you know, I'm cynical to it, I mean, it's, I think we have an incredible, that's why we have a chief hard officer, like I'm passionate about this, but I'm realistic enough to know that a lot of corporations, HR is underwhelming. So yes, clearly, but I'm gonna make that assumption that you've gone down that route. If not, that would make sense to go down that route. But number two, you need to understand that whatever you think you're leaving, that fear, there are seven, 12, 15 other versions out there. Your psyche is not allowing you to get there, but it's just true. And if you had enough courage and want the need to email us yeah. to have this question asked, you're ready on third base. There's a lot of people that are still sitting it within their head and don't have the courage to reach out to India to get it on the show. The fact that we decided to put it on, like, I'm hoping this moment becomes the catalyst for you to actually realize. And first of all, if it's money, if it is, by the way, like you make a hundred thousand and you think you can only get eighty-five, I promise you the money isn't worth the mental struggle you're going through. Absolutely. Because because look what's going on in the world. First we've got into the, the physical, right? The health, the weight, the exercise. You're going here. I think mental health is a conversation that is going to explode over Absolutely. the next decade to two. And so you, you know, it, it, there's no dollar amount worth it and you could say easy for you guys, you've done well, I've got college loans, that's fine but when you're broken down mentally, you have absolutely no chance of succeeding whatsoever. Good,
1: is it? Yeah. Fantastic. You know, when I agree with what you said about mental health. Yes. Because I feel that what's happening in colleges now with the epidemic of binge drinking, drugs, depression, anxiety, I have a whole section here about how if you scratch sleep deprivation in 80% of cases, um, you find that depression and anxiety, they're very interconnected. Sure. You know, it's like anecdotally, we know when we are exhausted, we see the world in a darker way. You know, we're crankier, we're more irritable. (laughs) And I think it's
0: self fulfilling. I actually think I sleep so well because I'm at peace. I'm not kidding. I'm just happy. And so it's easy for me to go to sleep. I'm not thinking about bad things. You're not thinking about bad things. It's easy to go to sleep. Like most people are staying up. You're not. Most of you are not staying up, thinking about awesome stuff. You're yeah, worried. <laughs> yes, you're worried. And so we can get at mental peace. I, I really believe that that's why I sleep so well because like it's good. Now that is key, but that's it's a
1: vicious cycle. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're sleep deprived, you are more likely to be worried and anxious,
0: and when you're at peace, you are more likely to go to sleep. Ariana, the guest always gets to ask the question of the day. We do a question of the day. Where you get to ask the entire Vayner Nation anything you want, they leave lots of hundreds and hundreds of answers in YouTube and Facebook that you guys could look at to get some insight. You can go anywhere with this very entrepreneurial kind of crowd. A um, lot of different demos and ages, um, as you saw by the videos. What do you want to ask? So
1: I want to ask Vayner Nation: When was it that you started thinking that sleep deprivation, burnout, were the way to succeed? Hmm. And was there a moment when you woke up to the fact that that's not the truth?
0: I love it. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you so much. Thrilled to have you. Thank you.
0: You keep asking questions, we'll keep answering.